I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Network Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with Hazel Nulevant, editor and one of the artists behind the new comic anthology, Becoming Who We Are, now live on Kickstarter until December 14th. Welcome, Hazel. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us today. But um, outside my introduction, who is Hazel Nulevant in their own words? Well, I am a cartoonist. I do a lot of autobiographical stuff about um, being queer, queer relationship experiences, and I do a lot of more research-based comics on queer history. So that's where my interests are at, and um, I also edit comics, sometimes professionally. I've done a couple of comics anthologies. One of them was called Kate Male Bikini, the Anthology of Women Gamers. One of them was Comics for Choice. That was about abortion. And yeah, so Becoming Who We Are is my newest uh, anthology project that I was a co-editor of. Well, speaking of Becoming Who We Are, could you give us just a little bit more about what that anthology is about? Yes. So Becoming Who We Are is real stories based on interviews with nine different interesting and diverse members of the trans community uh and they all talked about um their experiences of growing up and then my co-editor sammy lasalle she's the one who conducted these interviews and she helped make them into scripts which then get illustrated by a bunch of cool trans queer cartoonists and um I think the important thing about the anthology is that it is designed to be like appropriate and understandable for middle grade readers. So that means like ages eight and up because Sammy is a mom and she wanted this anthology to exist for her own daughter so that her daughter could read something and feel like she's not alone and she can picture different uh, bright futures of different kinds of trans adulthood so yeah that's the deal it's kind of hitting a unique spot because there's lots of um middle grade graphic novels autobiographical stuff like real friends smile um that type of thing uh but there's not a lot of i think collections of comics that are for that age and yeah we just wanted to um have it be based on interviews with real people so that I guess just to to inspire hope even better like that this isn't just characters that we made up like this is real people who have um had different kinds of struggles uh it's the stories aren't necessarily all about like transition or finding your gender um just uh yeah different things different ways that people have sort of found themselves throughout their life but yeah we thought that combination was important of real stories and doing our best to make it appealing and understandable for kids so that everyone can find it you know uh gender diverse kids can find it everybody can then read it and like 
get to know and relate to different people who happen to be trans. So, yeah, we think that benefits everybody. And that's definitely a fun read if you're an adult, like, especially for queer and trans comics fans. But, yeah, we wanted to make sure that it uh, can be shared with young people as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I like about books that are specifically designed for like middle school age kids is that it's fun for adults to read too. I don't know, maybe that may just be me. Like I, I enjoy the me middle too. school age books. <laughs> um, well, compared to your own work, um, if this be sin, Tenderhearted, Sugar Town, and No Ivy League, which is now available for those who are interested. Um, how has your experiences been working on your own projects versus collaborating with multiple creators? Well, uh, it's I think the main difference with becoming who we are as compared to anything else that I've done is about like keeping the young readers in mind. Um, yeah, most of my stuff uh, tends to touch on more difficult experiences like some of that stuff that you mentioned is about like sexual harassment um you know stuff uh that is true to life but I wouldn't necessarily you know I want to explore it in my work but I'm not necessarily recommending it to younger readers mm -hmm. so I, I would say the big difference here was working with Sammy because she has kids who are that age. So she was able to say like, what are my kids' favorite comics to read and like be able to share stories that were in progress with the kids and kind of see whether they were entertained, that they could tell what was going on, um, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, it. I'm, really happy to uh include that point of view and know that it really is going to connect with at least some kids because uh in in my work I have more of a just a general idea of like what I think is good storytelling and art but um it's really just trying to express things that feel personal to me and then see who's out there that it appeals to so yeah it's that's definitely the biggest difference um of course having the collaborations of different artists illustrating different scripts is uh not like my personal work you know usually I'm just referencing my own memory but uh I have facilitated more collaborations in different anthologies uh, so that has the element of the, the artists maybe talking to the subject of the story is making sure they're getting their photo reference. It'd be like, what kind of car did your mom drive? What did your bedroom look like as a child? This kind of things. And I had that experience too, illustrating Brooke's story. Brooke Guinan was the first out trans firefighter in the FDNY. Uh, so yeah, I got to have the experience of um, trying to tell somebody else's story as honestly as I would tell my own. And 
uh, yeah, definitely required asking a lot of questions. It's like a, a tough job to um, to try and illustrate somebody else's life experience as uh, with the same degree of like specificity and accuracy as your own. But um, the but that's also the important thing here is these collaborations. Like you know, it's cool for me as a cartoonist to maybe reflect on my own trans teenhood or childhood, but um, if it was all cartoonists speaking about themselves, like that would be a pretty narrow um, demographic. I, I told my mom about this project and she was asking if people were like telling their own stories. I said, no, it's based on interviews. And she goes, oh, that's great. That way people won't think that just because you're trans, you have to grow up to be a cartoonist. Uh, so yeah, it's good to um, get the perspectives and experiences of people who maybe would never write a comic or draw a comic otherwise and find a way to get those stories onto bookshelves as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well is there anything else you wanted to touch on about the uh becoming who we are kickstarter that we may have missed as a whole or maybe just go into um, discussing rewards for potential backers yeah sure so becoming who we are you can get it in different formats we have the pdf the soft cover edition um, but there's also a hardcover edition, which is going to be exclusive to Kickstarter backers. So, uh, yeah, pre-ordering it through the Kickstarter is really the only time that you can make sure that you're getting the hardcover edition. Uh, and we are offering some, like, packages of two books if you want to gift one or packages of more books than that for, like, bookstores or, yeah, if somebody is in the situation of wanting to order five to 10 books. Uh, yeah, and there's autographed book plates is another thing that you can get through the Kickstarter. But yeah, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward um, pre-ordering the book, but it, you know, getting the pre-orders in now really helps us bring the whole project together. And with the, the hardcover and the um, book plates, we're trying to, offer some exclusive stuff that you couldn't get otherwise. And um, A Wave Blue World, the publisher has been really great to work with. Um, one of their rewards is like a digital bundle that has a bunch of different anthologies that they've done, all of which have different queer themes. They had one, Young Men in Love, that's a great book. Uh, the Color of Always. So yeah, that's um, a nice deal that one can and get to the Kickstarter as well. Cool. So where can people find you online? And if you'd like, uh, what other projects do you have coming up? Yeah, so you can find me. Uh, my website is newlevant.com, just my last name. My formerly Twitter is hnewlevant, and it's just newlevant on Tumblr and Instagram. So those are good ways to keep up with my work. Uh, see what's coming out and 
yeah, after this anthology comes out, I'm going to be back to working on my next solo graphic novel, which is a combination of memoir and queer history. So it's all my favorite things combined together in one. Um, that one's going to be called Queer and How We Got Here, and it'll be uh, for a teenage audience. So maybe some of the uh, kids who read Becoming Who We Are in a couple of years, they'll be ready for the next book by the time it comes out. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm working on. It's a, a long-term project and look forward to getting to share it with people finally. But in the meantime, Becoming Who We Are is coming out in spring 2024. So that's really soon and I'm excited for everyone to get to see it. Great. Well, Again, I want to thank Hazel Nulevant, editor and one of the artists behind the new comic anthology, Becoming Who We Are, for joining us here today to promote their collaborative project now live on Kickstarter until December 14th. All of Hazel's socials and website, as I just mentioned, will be listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link for those who are interested. Again, I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerd Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 